Hello and welcome to Let It Be, a podcast about less doing and more being. This is episode number 16. Brooke, I'm sure you've seen that Louise C.K. interview with Conan O'Brien where he talks about the fact that everything's amazing and no one's happy. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> yes, that particular line is now very internet famous um, and it came out of a story he told about being on a flight with a guy who instead of being amazed and stoked that we live in a time where there is now Wi-Fi on planes, was furious because the Wi-Fi wasn't working that particular day. So, This guy was experiencing a very small amount of discomfort on a life scale and it was super, it was ruining his day. So what is going on here, Brooke? Why have we gotten to the point where we are unwilling to experience even the smallest amount of discomfort in our lives? It is a really, really good question. Um, (laughs) And I think, First of all, if you haven't watched that Louis C.K. interview on Conan, like, do yourself a so kindness yeah, and go watch it because it's just one of my favorites. I love Louis C.K., pretty much everything he has to say. And, and it really um, – it's a very uncomfortable look in the mirror. Just absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because like half of me is going, yeah, like absolutely, fist pump. And the other half of me is going, oh, my God, I'm that person who yes, we is all do upset it. about something that's so completely ridiculously frivolous. And, oh, my Wi-Fi is really slow. Oh, The Walking Dead's buffering for 10 seconds while I'm watching it and <laughs> really tackling the big issues. Uh, but it has, like, it, it has an impact on us. These tiny, tiny, insignificant little discomforts of modern Western life and we lose our minds over them. You know, it's really, really interesting, I think. And to be honest, I don't know exactly where this interview, this, this, quest, this, uh, <laughs> this conversation is going to go because I've got lots of thoughts about it and I don't know what to do with most of them. But I think we're just really incredibly unused to being uncomfortable and we've done so much to disconnect ourselves from being uncomfortable, particularly in an emotional kind of way, Mm. that we we really <laughs> don't know how to respond when it's taken out of our control. You know, we, we distract ourselves by, quote, unquote, connecting constantly where we don't have to think about things that make us feel uncomfortable or things that make us question ourselves too deeply. And I think that that is showing itself in the way we deal with discomfort, even tiny, minute amounts of discomfort where we're all at sea. Yeah, I think I think what's the great shame of our time is that these little perceived discomforts are so impactful on our happiness. And I say this from coming from a point of view of I've been in that position where discomfort is affecting my happiness. I'm in that position right now and I'm – uncomfortable admitting that because, <laughs> um, you know, my life is good but I have worries and, yeah, you know, discomforts are you know, kind of the right word for it um, and they are impacting my happiness and every so often I catch a glimpse that, you know, I hate I hate perspective and I hate reality checks and the reason <laughs> I hate those things is because I hate that it takes them 
to make me feel better about a situation in my life that is uncomfortable. And that means because I'm what I'm doing is I'm comparing my level, my current level of discomfort with someone else's and I'm going, well, they're a lot worse off than me. So, okay, I feel better about my life right now. And I do not like that about myself. And um, I think Mark Manson, who's one of my kind of favorite writers on the internet right now, he was on the the One You Feed podcast I don't know when the episode was, but I can't even remember what they were talking about. But he has said, he said, it's ironic that many people who struggle with happiness actually have very pleasurable lives. Um, And what they lack is meaning. What they lack is any sense of importance, like anything they do matters. And they haven't yet learned to choose what's important to them. Mm. And I kind of, it's true what he says. Um, and I get it just shines a little bit of a light. And like you said, you know, it's great that this podcast is all about discomfort because it's making me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't like that. Don't like it having shone in my life. So just why why do we do so much to avoid being uncomfortable? Do you think? Ah, uh, it's it's fascinating to me the distinction between uh, happiness and pleasure <laughs> as well. I think yeah. Because I think that's a that's a distinction that most of us, and myself included, we don't actually make that distinction very often. You know, we spend so much time trying to be comfortable and, and going after these comforts, these creature comforts even. But most of us, you know, in a real sense, we want for very little. You know, the vast majority yes. of us are incredibly fortunate to have somewhere to live, to have food to eat, you know, to have a job to go to. So in to, to live in safety, exa- like exactly. is, is that not the greatest comfort in the world to be safe? Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, we and despite that, we're struggling with unhappiness and discontent. You know, and I think a, a huge number of people would say that they were discontent. And the question is why? You know, we're, we're, we're comfortable. We're, we're on the whole, you know, and this is painting a very, very broad stroke, but on the whole, um, you know, safe and, 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 and comfortable. And, and we're, we're really battling. Well, yeah, we're, 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 yeah, I think it's the discontent that I see probably more than anything else. And obviously then unhappiness fr- comes from that discontent. Um and it's, it's, it's a puzzle that I am trying to put, you know, it's certainly something I talk about a lot on my blog, um, not using that word. I don't use the word discontent, but it's when I write on my blog, I'm trying to, I guess, help people with that feeling. Um, and certainly it comes from so many different places. It comes like we've spoken about, the, you know, the comparison trap in a good few episodes of this podcast, but it does often come back to that, doesn't it? Like it, it, comparisons are what make us feel uncomfortable and thus, and thus discontent or, you know, it gives it, or I guess to be more specific, it gives us the idea of discomfort. Like we see other hmm. people we perceive being more comfortable than us, whether it's financially, whether it's living in a nicer house, whether it's going on a better holiday, whether it's being in a better relationship. Um we see the comforts that we don't have 
And yeah, then and we, mistake it, we mistake it for actually being uncomfortable or in yes, discomfort or it. unhappiness or, you know, missing out. It's not the same thing. No. To have less than someone else is not the same thing to be, you know, unhappy or lacking. It's, um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like it does it does come down to that. But I think one of the, the interesting things that Mark Manson, not Mark Maron, <laughs> Mark Manson talks about is – that he he makes that that connection you know between happiness and and pleasure and discomfort but then he ties that back into meaning and purpose yeah. and importance values. yes yeah exactly like we were talking about in our previous episode you know values and i think there's something there too because maybe um people feel as though there's a, a real disconnect between their actions and any impact, you know, then they, they don't feel like they can have an impact or make any change or, uh, you know, have, have a positive effect on the world. So instead they try and fill a gap maybe with this, with these comforts and these comforts don't actually do what they, they hope that they will do, which is comfort them. That actually kind of <laughs> shines a brighter light on the fact that they still don't have whatever it is that's going to fill that, that hole. And I think it's it's a really interesting thought that that meaning and and happiness and comfort and importance and values are all tied together. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like come back to that um, episode we did on uncertainty, where you know I said I don't like sitting with uncertainty. I don't like embracing it. Whereas you do, you embrace it because you, it, it's opportunities. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think first of all, we have to get real about our discomforts mm-hmm. and just just so that people know like Brooke and I are not there like we've not worked through this ourselves which is rare for us to talk about something on a podcast we haven't kind of we're kind of workshopping this in real time here so I'm not I'm not preaching going you guys got to do this you got to do that but I'm just saying like I can see in my own behavior that I've got to get real about the things that I perceive are causing me discomfort in my life and just look at them a little bit differently because um, the reality is it, it, it's not – discomfort isn't how I should be looking at them. I should be either looking at them as a challenge or I should be getting real about the fact that they're not really something to be even spending mental energy on. Yeah, that's that's know. right. That's it. There's sort of two sides to it, isn't there? They're either discomforts that like really let's just move beyond them uh, or discomforts that are an opportunity to – grow or change yeah yeah and I think yeah no I I agree with you completely you know there there are some discomfort that we need to pay attention to and maybe um, change our behavior as a result like uh, if there's a creepy guy on the train and you've got that weird vibe and you're uncomfortable pay attention to that and if you need to pee that's an acute discomfort (laughs) pay attention to that Yes, and if you you know if your heart is clenching and it's tightening in your chest, definitely pay attention to that. Exactly, and you know there's that gut feeling that that, that yes. squirmy kind of in, uh, intuition kind of feeling that can be uncomfortable. Pay attention to that. But the ones that are kind of screaming at you, life isn't fair, or you know I don't have what that guy has. You could probably you know let those discomforts go, and I think. The, the discomfort, one of the biggest ones that, that we all balk at or most of us balk at is the, the discomfort of trying and the potential to fail. And yeah, well, that's what I was actually going to say just then. It's like if there's something bothering you and you just cannot let it go, then 
then you got to do something about it. Yeah. Like, you know, so if you see someone achieving something and it's upsetting you that you're not, you have not achieved that thing, like either it's important enough to you to have a crack at it yourself, knowing that you may fail um, or it's not. And if it, I kind of almost think that if something's not important enough to you that you're willing to fail to do it, and I mean obviously this is, doesn't apply to every single thing in life, but, you know, yeah, if you're spending a lot of time and mental energy coveting something somebody has, yet you're not willing to do what it takes to go after that thing, and potentially fail along the way, then it's really not as important to you as it think it as you think it is. And I think a lot of the stuff that we experience discomfort over is stuff that we think would be kind of good, but we're not willing, mm-hmm. ironically, to experience the discomfort that comes from going after that thing. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think I, I I think that's actually really true. I mean, and one of the ways to move past that discomfort then is to either accept that you're not going to do anything about it and therefore it's just not that important or that pertinent right now or you know you go and do something with it but don't don't just sit there and feel and gross feel the or annoyed about it or yeah exactly because yeah. you can do something about that in the vast majority of cases yeah you i mean know. i have an example i've you know there's, there's um a massive website in the u.s that i've always dreamed about writing for and then a friend of mine got published on that website and i was like oh i can't believe it like you know she's got published on there and i haven't and, da, 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 da. and then i kind of like and yeah and it made me feel like really angsty and uh, about myself um, and really uncomfortable and then I just stepped back and looked at it and I went hang on a minute you know what it takes to get published on that website like you've got to follow it quite closely you've got to understand what it is they publish there so then you've got to actually come up with an article idea and pitch it to them like I've never even pitched an article to them <laughs> You're expecting yeah, them to um, knock on your door and say, yeah. um, can you write for us? That's it. So I'm not willing to go through the discomfort of all that it takes to actually get published on that website yet, you know, yet I'm going to feel discomfort when I see just because somebody else I know got published on that site, that that's going to give me a feeling discomfort and angst. Like that's that's shining a bit of a light on. And I think that that's what I'm talking about when, it shines a light on what's truly important to you or not. Because if it was really that important to me to be published on that site, freaking hell, I'd be doing everything I can to get published there. But I've never even pitched an article to them. So, you know, this is, you know, so I almost think that if you're feeling discomfort about something, rather than, yeah, just batting it away and going, oh, stop feeling like that, you're ridiculous, kind of unpack it a bit and go, oh, this is an interesting feeling. Why am I feeling like this about this? Okay, if I haven't, you know, it's because somebody's achieved something that I've wanted to achieve. Okay, so why have I not achieved that thing? Oh, that's right. It's not that important to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and this is, you know, this applies to a lot of, you know, stuff in life. Certainly not the Louis, you know, not the Louis C.K., my God, there's no Wi-Fi on this planet. I thought there was going to be situation. Those kind of situations, you just kind of got to deal a bit. But then, you know, it might be like that guy might have gotten on the plane expecting that he was going to get a certain amount of work done on that flight. And now the flight, there's no Wi-Fi on that flight has completely de- derailed his day for that reason but then he gets to unpack it and go right 
there's nothing I can do about this discomfort that I'm feeling right now. I can't suddenly snap my fingers and make Wi-Fi appear on the plane. Me being angry about there not being Wi-Fi isn't helping the situation. Okay, what else can I do? And it's, so it's just we got to come in. I think it's important to unpack it. I don't, I, think, I don't think it's important. I don't think we should go, oh, my God, you're such an idiot. You shouldn't feel like that. You know, these first world problems, get over them. Like I do think we have to allow ourselves to kind of sit with it, like you've said before, with uncertainty. Sit with it for a little while. Ask yourself why you're feeling this way and then figure out a way of moving on. And I think once you've moved on from that particular bit of discomfort, then it tend to, in my experience, it doesn't tend to come back. Yeah, I agree. I think once you flip flip that switch or, you know, become, you, you, you build that perspective, I think it's uh, easier to kind of go, well, it's not really that big a deal. You know, I've, I felt, I felt frustrated. I felt uncomfortable and now I've moved on. Uh, I do think though, that there's the other side of it, which you kind of t- touched on before where uh, we can grow from discomfort if we embrace it. You know, you and yeah. I have spoken quite a few times about, uh, you know, similar similar situations that we found ourselves in a few years ago where it was supremely uncomfortable to be going through you know, <laughs> postnatal depression, for example, and incredibly difficult some, you know, some periods of that. But looking back on it now, I'm really grateful for it. So I think if you can embrace embrace the process and just trust in it providing you're you're there and you're committed to working through it then i think you can feel like relatively assured that you're going to grow from it and i think uh it's it's really important to allow yourself to to believe that you know not in a denial kind of way but in understanding that from discomfort good things can and often happen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let It Be. If you want to connect with Kelly or myself, you can find us on social media. Kelly is at Kelly Exeter on Twitter. And on Facebook, if you search for A Life Less Frantic, you will find her there. And on uh, Twitter, I'm at Brooke McCallery. And on Facebook, I'm at Slow Your Home. And uh, if you wanted to either reach out to us on Twitter, you can use hashtag Let It Be Pod. Or uh, head over to letitbe.fm and you can find our show notes and other information about the show. And finally, if you wanted or felt, you know, the desire to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, that would be wonderful. And, um, you know, we, we read them all and we appreciate you taking the time to listen and then uh, tell us what you think. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.